We're bringing you abridged conversations from our most recent episode. Welcome back to Investing Experts. I'm Rena Sherbel. Very happy to talk to Courage and Conviction Investing today on the show. Courage and Conviction runs the investing group Second Wind Capital. Any articles discussed today, you can find links to them on our show notes. And all episodes have transcripts available on Seeking Alpha. And for those wanting to follow breaking news and general news coverage of the markets, come listen with us at Wall Street Breakfast. We have morning episodes released before 7 a.m. Eastern and afternoon episodes released around 12 noon Eastern. You've got Wall Street Breakfast and Wall Street Lunch for all your market news needs. Courage and Conviction Investing, who runs an investing group on Seeking Alpha called Second Wind Capital. You want me to share my, my best top idea? For sure. Yeah, so uh, Advanced Emission Solutions. I've, I've been on this trail for a long time. And in this business, you have to know when you're wrong. Um, and I don't think I'm wrong. And I wrote a re- recent piece where I've tripled down. But I've done a lot more work on this company. And... Um, I'm gonna. Ha- I'm behind the scenes. I've, I've talked to a um, expert through a Wall Street friend. Uh, uh, he hired an expert. We had a conversation for an hour. There's a lot of great stuff going on here. So just high level. This company is uh, in the environmental space. So they they make powder activated carbon, which is used to take out the toxins in in, in coal fired plants. And coal fired plants are kind of going away. They do have some industrial and soil side. But they're in the middle of upgrading their plant. So they have this $400 million plant that they bought from private equity um, because private equity in 2009 uh, made an incorrect calculation that coal fire generation would, would stay at like 50%. And now it's like 20%. So they bought this asset that cost $400 million for $80 million uh, through Apollo. It was a private equity firm. And the capacity utilization was really low and they had all these bad legacy contracts and yada, yada, yada. And they had this great tax credit business with Goldman Sachs and that sunset and that made a lot of cash flow. So the company had a lot of cash and they they announced a strategic review and I thought that they were going to sell it because you had one asset, you had all this cash, you had like $5 in cash. And you had this, this good asset. And so I, I thought, and I, I, I invested in it and I wrote on it and I thought this thing was going to get taken out at eight. And after 15 months, lo and behold, they did a they did a, a merger with this company Arc, which is really interesting. Uh, founded by Julian McIntyre, this is a serial entrepreneur that's been extraordinarily successful. You have a couple of Goldman Sachs partners, but the market hated it because everyone was in this for a deal, and the stock crashed. Right, it crashed from like six to like got as low as like a dollar twenty recently. But the, because they have all this cash and because they bought Arc, they have a 30-year supply of bituminous coal, which is the big feedstock you need to, to, to make this next generation product, which is granular activated carbon. And they're in the process of upgrading the, 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 their plant to get to uh, 60 million pounds of granular activated carbon. So, that, so the nameplate is 150, but you lose some of that to go to GAC. Long and the short of it is they have most of the money in, on the balance sheet to do it. The, the average selling price is much higher but I'm going to be working on a piece, but just as a little preview, big EPA policy changes in flight that were published in March of 2023, okay? And no one's connected these dots. And I've read the policy paper. And so this is called PFAS, which is the forever chemicals. And uh, 3M just paid $10 billion to settle this. 
the EPA is going from 70 parts per trillion to four parts per tr trillion. I don't want to give away the whole plot here, but this policy is in motion. This bipartisan support is going to happen. And so they're going to have 60 million pounds of granular activated carbon, which in the EPA report is the optimal way to treat these PFAS chemicals. Okay, so you have a huge catalyst, a new CEO that got announced this week that just bought $2 million worth of the stock. And he, he took a $50,000 salary. This guy's extraordinarily wealthy. So for him to, to, to take on day one puts up and above the market puts up a million eight. And he, he, he want to get paid in equity at three bucks. So I would argue this guy's in this for 10. Now, whether or not they can execute and do it, who knows? And there's always, there's always risk. But no one sees, no one's even has even connected the dot on the EPA PFAS, where they're going with GAC and the equity 70 million. <laughs> so it's by far my biggest position. And I think it's wildly undervalued. That said, they do, there's certainly risk. You do have to successfully upgrade the Red River plant to be able to process um, on the front end side to, to make the granular activated carbon. But the market has not worked out this PFAS angle. And like, if you just kind of like do the math and, and as a quick aside, so Calgon is the biggest player in the United States and they're owned by a Japanese uh, company, uh, chemical company, Curaray. It's a $3 billion company in Japan. So, and there's a, there's a Nurit, which is a privately held company. So ADES is the only way or one of the only ways to play this massive catalyst of EPA policy change. The paper's in, mo it's, already, it's already in the public domain and it's in the public comment section process. And <laughs> you have a 70 million market cap that has most of the cash that they need to get this thing to production. No, and they brought in a CEO as an operator who just put up $2 million and, he, and he's getting paid $50,000 in salary and taking his compensation at $3 strike price. So this is ridiculously asymmetrical. It's by far my biggest position. If they can pull it off, I think the stock goes materially higher. So I haven't even written on this. I'm still working on it with a couple of people. So I haven't been able to do all the calculations, but if people took the time to listen to it and you took the time to reach out, I'm sharing something that I that, that's kind of a rabbit in the hat. We like it. We like it. Advanced Emission Solutions, ADES. You wrote about them in uh, late June. So I guess that's kind of a prelude or an addendum, depending on how you're looking at it, to this conversation. Um, yes. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, I, I have no doubt that listeners will appreciate a rabbit in a hat. Um, the ones, the ones that do will courage and conviction really enjoy talking to you, really enjoy listening to you, really enjoy this conversation. I hope it's the first, I hope you come back soon and, uh, we're going to be reading your stuff in the meantime. I certainly will be great. Thanks so much, Trina. I appreciate it. And thanks for, uh, thinking of me. Uh, be well. Talk to you soon. Just a reminder, anything you hear on this podcast should not be considered investment advice. This is for entertainment purposes only, and you should seek advice from a licensed professional before investing. If you enjoyed the episode, leave a rating or review on your favorite podcasting app, and we'll see you soon with a new episode.